Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and today I am talking to myself for realsies. For realsies, I am. Um, and I know I say this a lot, uh, but uh, I'm going to try to keep this a shorter episode. Um, this is more of just like a public service announcement, really. Um, today, I wanted to talk to me and to you about seasonal affective disorder, a.k.a. SAD, a.k.a. the winter blues. Um, winter is approaching. Winter is coming, as it were. And we've already set the clocks back. Uh, and, you know, I actually had a bit of a moment recently where I realized that the real time is when the clocks are set back. Set back. Um, when the clocks are set forward, that's the wrong time. And I would like to just kill daylight savings time, but leave that be the way the world is now. Like, when the daylight is at its longest, just so everybody isn't so stifled and depressed as the winter months come. Um, wonder if that's a thing. Can we do that? Can we just... I'm pretty sure if I read correctly, when we, the clocks fall back, that's the real time. Like, that's like that was what it was before we decided to push the clocks forward an hour so we had more daylight to save the oil and everything. When, um, you know, people use lanterns a lot more. Which, you know, we should just, like, make that be the official time because then, like, we're still saving electricity because we're not using turning on our lights as early. You know, just, let's just make that be the official time. It shouldn't be that damn hard. Anyway, uh, I want to go over this because uh, seasonal affective disorder uh, is a very real thing and a lot of people just, it's very easy to get it mixed up with. Oh, you know, it's cold and I don't like the cold. Or, you know, it's it's dark and, you know, just sometimes I get a little moody when it's dark or whatever. Or maybe I'm just having a bad day or a bad series of days. I don't want to say this is the most serious thing in the world because most a lot of people are affected by it, but it's not... It usually doesn't spiral, but it does in some people or it amplifies things that are already going on. And knowing what I know now about mental health and about people's experiences with it or with their struggles... Um, sometimes all it takes is a little bit of extra to push you over the edge one way or the other and um, you know so I just kind of want to go over it a little bit with with you Um, I have my good old friends at mayoclinic.org up here again uh, and they gave me a little bit of information Um, and I just kind of want to go through it a little bit uh, just to kind of get a little bit more educated myself and also educate you guys um, because I think it's important Uh, just any bit of information that can help you kind of combat Let's call them these winter blues, you know, at least knowing what it is and that you may be affected. And it doesn't mean that you're broken or that you have a disease or anything. It's just like, hey, like this is a thing that affects millions of people all the time and you're not alone in it. And I just want everyone to know that it's this stuff is normal and that we can work together to get through it as we do every year. Um, So let's just go with a little overview that they have here about seasonal affective disorder, a.k.a. SAD. Um... So typically the way that they say it is just like I was saying, it's related to the changes in seasons. It usually begins and ends about the same times every year. And if you're like most people, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into winter months, usually taking your energy or making you feel moody. And less often, although not, you know, super uncommon, that SAD can cause depression, sometimes even in the spring and the summer. Um, So I'm going to go over a few treatments here, like simply use like light therapy, Phototherapy, medications, and psychotherapy. Um, you know, but but they do have a warning here that says don't brush it off as simply just being sad because it's winter. 
you know, like there are some things that you can do to keep your mood and motivation moving because, I mean, this is a thing that can affect you and can, can it, again, it can, it can spiral you in, in a lot of different directions if you're not careful. Um, so again, I'm not trying to like gaslight this whole thing. It's just helping you be aware of it and not to brush it off because your mental health is important regardless of how little or big the challenge may be. Um, so some signs and symptoms. Let's just go over a few that they have here. Having low energy. Check. Having problems with sleep. Yep. Feeling hopeless or guilty or worthless. Sometimes. Um, uh, sometimes in some cases having thoughts of death or suicide. It happens. You know, especially if you're already battling things like depression. These things can compound, so it's good to be aware of. Um, you know, uh, losing interest in things quickly, especially stuff that you like. That happens a lot. I've experienced that where I'm just like, I just don't feel it right now. Um, you know, especially if it's something that happens more frequently. Like one of the big ones, that number one is feeling depressed most of the day, almost every day. Like, that's a big problem. That's not like, oh, I'm sad that it's winter. That's like, I'm being afflicted. Like, there's are chemical imbalances going on in my brain that are making me feel a certain way, and I can't do anything about it. At least I feel like I can't do anything about it. Um, some things that happen, like, as you get into fall and winter specific specifically, is you oversleep. Check. Got that one. Weight gain. Uh, low energy. Oh, I don't think I'll ever have that. But um, appetite changes, craving a lot of carbs, uh... You know, these are things that can happen. Um, similar things happen uh, uh, in summer, except for uh, the sleep part, which is... Oh, actually, I read it wrong. I, I'm, I take it back. It's all the opposite. Like, usually if you have this thing going on in the summer, um, like when the when the times change, especially if you like the winter, maybe, maybe you experience it more in the summer. It's actually the opposite. Some people actually have trouble sleeping. Um, their appetite is crappier, and they lose a lot of weight. Um, so, uh, and it can, it can, affects people with bipolar disorder, um, you know, um, it can bring on s uh, symptoms of mania, uh, which, you know, I haven't experienced that I know of, actually I might have, I don't know, but, um, you know, these are all things to be aware of, uh, but I, I've learned recently that bipolar disorder is a lot more common than I thought, and that I knew, and I'm trying to get more educated on what that is, and what that entails, what to look for, what to look out for, and, what, you know, should I be aware? Uh, you know, is there anything that I'm doing that maybe, you know, I should be keeping an eye on? Um, so uh, I kind of want to go a little bit further here. Uh, so they talk about a couple of factors sometimes that can kind of cause it. Uh, specifically, the reduced level of sunlight in the fall and winter can cause winter onset SAD uh, because it messes up your internal clock, your circadian rhythm, which is super important. And that's usually why most of us have trouble sleeping is because we fucked up our circadian rhythm in the first place and sometimes exposure to electronics and lights and you know anything with the blue light and it especially uh, messes with your sleep especially if you're on your phone or tv before you go to bed that already messes with it but sometimes these changes and disruptions and how the light when the light comes and goes and and you know when to go to bed i mean your body knows that like an hour has been shifted somewhere and it had to adapt um you know, your serotonin levels. Uh, just a quick reminder, serotonin is a little neurotransmitter in the old brain sack that affects your mood. And um, if there is not a whole lot of that going on, you're a lot sadder and more depressed. Um, just to reduce sunlight in general can cause a severe drop in your serotonin and, and thus trigger things like depression. So, you know, which uh, I didn't know that until today, <laughs> that that was a thing. 
Um, and then now melatonin levels, uh, you know, like melatonin, melatonin, you know, just to kind of relax and, and try to get some sleep again, your body's level of melatonin fucks up your whole sleep pattern. You know, again, I think that ties in with your circadian rhythm, but I mean, melatonin's important. That's why they sell it. So you can get some and help you sleep, which reminds me, I should probably go get some so I can help me sleep. Um, but anyway, I know I'm going a little fast here, but uh, again, I promise not to, this not to be a super long episode. Uh, more of just, like I said, public service announcement. Um, so let's just take a second. Let's just take a sip of water here and then we'll continue. Hang on. Taking a sip. Mmm. Ah, that's a good sip. All right. So, uh, they go over some risk factors in here. Uh, people who already have major depression and bipolar disorders are a lot, you know, those can worsen a lot quicker for people. And they, again, they do express here, just like I've been saying, you shouldn't shrug these things off. Like, uh, people are especially more at risk if they already have some of these challenges. Um, you know, uh, they, they mention here that typically the further away from the equator you live, the more fre- frequent this shows up in people, you know, because a lot more weather changes as opposed to being in hotter climates and the sun's around a lot longer and, and everything's always warm. And, you know, so that's interesting. Um, the decreased sunlight during the winter, longer days during the summer months, you know, that's just the way she rolls, I suppose. Um, you know, and then they, they also mention like, some complications here like social withdrawal uh, and I know that's common amongst people um, you know even when they don't have seasonal affective disorder uh, but you know sometimes you just tend to kind of like turtle into yourself you know and just go into your bubble and stay away from everyone um, again I again I'm not selling saying these things because like you should be diagnosing all these things about yourself because I certainly don't want everyone to feel like oh I have this and I have that but, I mean, it's still something to be aware of. If you do find that things are starting to change and maybe you don't recognize the person you were like a couple of months ago before the clocks changed and, and before the weather started to get colder, uh, just keep those things in mind. Or it could help you just keep an eye on someone else because, you know, we're all in this together. Um, you know, if you're running into school and work challenges, uh, another one you know, that could also tie into a little bit with social withdrawal, but... If, you know, you feel like you're really on top of your game when it's warm and the light's out and or when the light when, when there's more light in the day and, and you know, you're on top of it and then as the winter months come and everything, you get a little bit disgruntled. Uh, some of this can also just be affected by the fact that holidays are around the corner. Um, and uh, you may work in retail or someplace where things get a lot more complicated and busy, coupled with the fact that you have a possible social, I'm sorry, uh, 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 seasonal affective disorder, you know, these things can compound very quickly and people just think of it as up oh, just another day that's just how it is when the winter comes and sure you can blame it on your work stressors but uh you know i still think it's good to just check in with yourself or check in with someone else um for me something that i've been doing with some stuff like this is asking people i say hey have i been different uh because like sometimes i think i have been but some i also know that i'm an, an, an overthinker and I'm just like, hey, have you noticed anything different about me? Have I seemed weird? Have I seemed, has my mood been different? You know, just ask somebody you trust. Maybe it's like a relative. I ask my sister sometimes. I ask some of my friends in the, uh, you know, in the community. Um, sometimes I ask my roommate, you know, just, hey, do I seem different? Have I been okay to you? Have I seemed weird? Um, sometimes it catches people off guard if you don't have a conversation beforehand, but maybe preface it with like, hey, I'm just checking in seeing what I look like to someone else, have I been all right? 
And then to which I also go, have you been all right? What have you been doing? How you been feeling? Definitely don't start throwing like, hey, because this is what I think about you. Because, listen, it's, that's not what this is about. Um, substance abuse is also a big one. Uh, again, especially if you already have that challenge, sometimes it gets amplified in the winter. Uh, you know, when the light is uh, gone sooner. Uh, I mean, it's a real bitch. It really does just drives me crazy that we don't just change it to the thing that's healthier for everyone. I mean, unless you can have a good, a good, uh, a good excuse for why the hell we should make it dark early and leave it that way. But I think we should just turn the clocks forward, leave it that way, call that the new universal time, and we'll just fucking end it. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, substance abuse is a big one, especially around holiday time. Um, always keep an eye on that. Uh, sometimes it doesn't seem like substance abuse until something bad happens. Sometimes you can't recognize substance abuse because the person who's usually abusing the substance might not seem like they're having a bad time. They're great and they're laughing and they're having a good time. Oh, that's just Jill. Or, oh, that's just Dan. Or, oh, that's just, you know, uh, Reggie. You know, like these, sometimes these are things that you need to look out for. Um, and it gets amplified further. And again, we think it's just, up. Oh, that's just part of a regular day. They had a hard work day. Sure, let them drink a little. Or sure, let them do this. Um, you know, again, just keep an eye on each other. Um, you know, and, and, and to bring back around suicidal thoughts or behavior, uh, I mean, people are already in this kind of metaphorical darkness and this emotional darkness. And then when the light goes away sooner, like it's a little too, too real for some people. And I, I went through that myself where... You know, you, you go to bed when it's dark, you wake up when it's dark, and it's just, it just throws everything away, you know, and you're just like, man, I just feel like I just can't, you know, and then it's cold, and if you're anything like me and you don't like the cold, you, you don't want to go outside and, and stand outside in the cold when, like, you're hoping to get a, catch a beam of sun on your face for a little bit, um, you know, but, but, I mean, there are ways to do that, there are heat lamps you can get, um, you know, that kind of give you that feeling of light, I'm actually thinking about getting one, um, I don't know exactly what they're called. I think they're, are they called day lamps. I'm gonna do a little search here real quick. I think they're just called daylight lamps. Yeah. I've been thinking about get one um, because uh, there's uh, there's quite a few out there. They're gonna be a little pricey, um, but uh, but they're nice to like help you feel like a certain sense of um, uh, that there's like real light in here. Um, there is one called the Verilux Happy Light Lucent. Uh, they show it on Amazon, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Nordstrom. It's 45 bucks. It's actually not too bad. Um, I was thinking about getting one of those. Um, it's, a little asymmet- it's a little symmetric square lamp. Um, you know, and you can put it wherever you need it just to, you know, light things up. And it's got a 10,000 lux brightness that um, matches the morning sun. Yeah, I really do think I might get one. Um, because, I mean, that seems to be, like, one of the best ways to kind of help stave off seasonal, um, affective disorder, is to get one, uh, you know, so I'm just looking, I'm on a website called verywellmind.com slash the best light therapy lamps. If you just type in, ther- um, if you just type in, uh, uh, sunlight lamps, you'll, you'll see it. It's, like, the top link. And I got a lot of really great suggestions. Some of these are in their 30s, 40s. There's one that's a pretty pretty sizable light. It's 115 bucks, but you don't really need to buy that. Unless you want to. And it's up to you. I'm not going to tell you to spend your money. Um, there's even um, a light therapy alarm clock. That's interesting. I'll read further into that later. Uh, but anyway, yes. I think 
I think finding something like that is important. And, um, I mean, not to say, they're called therapy lands, but I think sometimes therapy can have a negative connotation to it. But just think of the word therapy in general as like just a way for you to relax a part of you and to, and to ease some of the st stress, mental or physical stress you're feeling. You know, like yoga is a form of therapy for people. There's physical therapy, which is just to strengthen you and embolden you and to, to help you get back to your normal self, you know, or at least like the, the self that you want. Um, so uh, I definitely would recommend those. Uh, there are some other methods that you can use, but I mean, a big part of seasonal affective disorder is just the light problem, as you heard me say for the past 15 minutes. Um, so just want to throw that out there real quick, just as a, just as a, I don't want to say as a, as a warning because that's not really what I'm doing here. It's more of a, uh, a precautionary tale. Let's, let's need to, or let's have the need to feel okay with just knowing that things aren't always okay, but also being okay with finding ways to get back to being okay. <laughs> if that makes any fucking sense about anything ever. Anyway, I think that's about it. We're going less than 20 minutes. I'm proud of myself. This is probably the shortest episode I've recorded since, like, the first one I recorded, or maybe Same Side Sitters. I can't remember how long that episode was, but I think it was pretty short. There's only so much you can say. Or maybe Flat Earthers. I don't know. But anyway, if you made it this far, as always, thank you so much. From the bottom of my heart, you're wonderful. I appreciate you. You have no idea. I'd give you a hug, but, you know, COVID. Um, but I hope that everybody out there is doing well. Uh, and if you're starting to feel any onset SAD, that's normal. It happens. Uh, we're here for you. Try, we'll try to find ways to get through it. Uh, and always keep somebody talking to you and, and maybe look into some of those lights. I think that might be... I think maybe I might want to get myself one of those for Christmas. Or tomorrow. If people sell them local. I'll check Bed Bath & Beyond see what they got going on. But anyway, I think that's about it for me, guys and girls and, and everyone. Thank you so much. Um, so in the meantime, I hope that you are taking care of your mind, taking care of your heart, and most importantly, taking care of each other. And I'll see you guys later.